life that you did not create for yourself and now you're looking to leap from sitting back and letting life happen into you driving your own life to success. The path to a successful and wholesome life used to be a long and binding journey and usually someone else's, especially if you are a recent graduate or did not have any clue where to start. Hi and welcome to the Unique Podcast. I'm your host Anushka and in each episode of the Unique Podcast, we uncover what makes you you and we dive deep into topics that no one told you about. Each episode is defined and designed to help you identify who you are and show you who you want to become regardless of whose steps you've been following. Every week we invite fascinating impact-driven guests whether it be CEOs, coaches or world-renowned athletes who will provide you with science-based actionable strategies for greater productivity, certainty, fulfillment, success, healthy relationships, the art of change, and finding meaningful work. Are you ready to change your life? Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome back to another episode of the NEQ podcast and welcome to season four of the show. So we did kind of go by the first two seasons pretty quickly and that is because I truly believe that you guys are fast learners and you don't need me to guide you through everything in details which i've been doing but it's not like we've skipped over anything i do trust that everything that we've covered so far has prepared you for this season this season is going to be very interesting because um not unlike other seasons we're not just going to be talking about you or how you have experienced life so far but how the world is going to be different once you graduate or how to navigate the world if you've already graduated. So this is the next step because so far we've been talking about how you can shift your mindset or the perspective you can look at and stuff like that, right? So, so far season one, season two covered things like the the season one was mainly focused on comparison and how to stop comparing yourself to others and making sure that you truly, truly in yourself believe that you are unique, right? Which is the main theme of this podcast. The second season talked about the mindset shift that are important we had some awesome guests such as Aaron Epke who talked about spirituality and trying to find your own definition of spiritual wisdom and we had Nick Vogue who actually was pretty awesome at describing resilience and procrastination and what is the core source of why do we procrastinate on things that matter the most to us and we had JT O'Donnell in the last season and she was power packed oh she guided us how to create the career we want to and how to find the dream career so she was absolutely power packed as well you guys should definitely go check out that interview so in the past seasons, as you can probably see a pattern in the themes it was mainly getting prepared and getting our mindsets ready for the life ahead and I know it's always made to sound so scary that there's a real world out there and college is in the real world, but that's not entirely true. And we're going to talk about what is this big difference that we're so afraid of, first of all, or maybe we're not afraid of, but we're made to be scared of. Like we're almost told that we need to be scared of this transition. So the main reason why we're here or why we get together in this podcast is to talk about this major transition in our lives because this is sort of the first time you are not having structured education in like first 22 years of your life because I mean since the time we were born we have our parents guide us then we go to university like we go to school kindergarten whatever like you know the pattern right you know how it goes so we always have someone guiding us telling us what to do 
making our choices for us sort of like even when you go to school even when you go to high school i know we almost had this choice as to what courses to pick but that was about it we were always instructed this assignment is to be done by this duty this exam is on this date you need to take these courses these are the degree requirements you need to make a certain mark to get into your program of choice in university and then we get into university and we had professors guiding us around we had our environment impacting us so much because we are all trying to get somewhere we all feel like this is our final time and we can get that learning that education to be settled for the rest of our lives so there's like a lot of pressure in university we're all striving to be our best so the first 22 years or 23 years of our lives are spent under instructed education under structured guidance by led by someone else where we're constantly being told what to do what not to do what choices to make what likes dislikes should we pick up on and there's just a huge impact of our environment on our mindsets so the reason why you're this decade or this year in specifically which is your graduation year is so important is because we can call it the beautiful transition period now i am picking my words very carefully over here because a lot of you might not see this as a beautiful transition period because like i said before the real world is made to sound scary and it almost sounds like a bad breakup with our old selves so let's talk about that bad breakup and let's talk about why it's important to realize that this transition is actually not something so scary but something that needs to be embraced and how can we make the most out of our time from you know when you finally graduate and now you feel like in the middle of nowhere and you're still to feel like a matured adult because it almost suddenly hits us that oh my god we are the adults we used to think about we are the adults we couldn't be wait to we couldn't wait to be turned into right like remember back in high school days you would be like i will be so mature when i graduate from university i'll be earning i'll have a job and now you have your first job but you feel lost or you feel like you're hanging in the middle because you still feel like the same university student who was just studying for their exams just writing their final exams and now suddenly you feel like this mature adult with all these responsibilities this whole life to lead because now the life ahead is what it is right like there's no exciting ups and downs to it like there might be but like you get what i mean so this transition period is very very different from any other and it's very important that we embrace it to the fullest and not let it turn into something that can be depressing or something that can impact us for the rest of the life in a negative way so the first thing here is how i realized this transition period is so important is because i was reading this book um let me remember what book it was it was called the one thing so this book talks about um focusing on one thing at a time right so the book has this strong emphasis on why multitasking is not a good idea right and let me tell you how this relates to our story so i'm reading this book and the book constantly talks about um how multitasking should not be something you highlight on your resume which all of us are so used to doing we're so proud if we can multitask if we can study for two tests at the same time we're proud of it we want to own it so things like that you know so that book constantly talks about focusing on one thing at a time making sure energies are aligned making sure you have one goal one aim in mind and everything like that like it just goes on and on about how you should 
be strategic about what you're focusing on what your goals are on and i love that book absolutely because it shifted my mindset as to how i work if i'm um reading something right like if i would be reading books what i would usually do is i would scan through the pages and i wouldn't be able to focus because i would be looking at the headline i would be looking at the um paragraph so my my energy would be diverted in all different ways and with social media like this thing is so common where we can never focus on one thing like if you're working you're probably in the back of your mind you're thinking about instagram or you're thinking about what your friends are up to so it's pretty much impossible to focus on one thing and then this whole book about 200 pages emphasizes on how that can completely transform our lives so i got to thinking about it and i thought like i am graduating soon this was yeah so i'm graduating soon um how am i supposed to know what one thing to focus on and that one question completely shook me up like you know what i'm talking about when we are shaken up by that one single thought where we don't know how to answer it we don't know who to seek out to we don't know who to approach about it no google search nothing can help us out there's nothing left to do about it because all we can do is sit alone with our thoughts let experiences come by us and have something around us answer it so of course i just sat there with that question as to what is that one thing to focus my energies on because honestly i've never been someone who has been um interested in just one thing i've never been someone who's had like i want to be a dentist since i was like that kind of you know dream since five since i was five like some people have that and i love that but i never had that so um that book just made me realize like i don't have one thing to focus on and according to the book if you don't focus on one thing you are bound to fail so does that mean i'm going to fail at life because i'm so lost i don't know what to focus on and yeah that question kind of you know um made me feel like i was broken on the inside but let's 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 get through this okay so um what i started to do is of course a big part of this podcast and you might have like heard this over the different episodes is mindfulness and self awareness so um of course i got a little bit more mindful about um how things are making me feel and stuff like that right to realize if there's a hidden answer i can find as to what is that one thing i should focus my energies on and um what happened was i realized that more than anything um more than anything when i graduate it's not so much about what future am i focusing on it's not so much about the outcome now hang on tight and listen to this carefully okay so it's not so much on that one outcome that i should focus on and maybe it is about the process and the transitioning from graduation to the real world so i realized i might have missed the point of the entire book the book never emphasized that you should focus on one outcome it always focused or talked about focusing on one thing while you are experiencing something so what this means is that embracing the process completely and enjoying one thing at a time when you're experiencing that journey so as we are transitioning it's super important to focus on 
have that single-minded focus that one focus and this took me a long time to realize like i'm not kidding because i just felt so lost when that question hit me so that one realization that it's not so much about the outcome where i have to decide this one outcome is what i should focus on it's it's more of what is the one thing that i'm trying to make out of this transition process or this transition experience right and the transition i'm talking about here is graduation to the real world right so um now this this new question became a lot easier to answer because what this meant was as i'm experiencing things as i'm feeling things i make sure that i always seek out that one thing out of all of them right and so that one thing for me or that one answer that i found after trying to answer this question for months was that one thing that i'm trying to seek out in this transition period through this process is growth now i know a lot of you feel that growth happens by itself or growth is not so much of an outcome that you can focus on or it's it's sort of a journey that you can't push growth right but what i mean by growth is becoming mindful of things that don't serve me anymore and thinking of it like a breakup with your old self and to understand that transitions are hard but they are the best things that happen to us so for me um trying to see growth in every single experience i was having during this transition period opened up a lot of gates for me and um i'll list out the few things that happened and how you can make the most out of this transition and all of this came to me after focusing all of my energies on the one thing and thank you to that book for making me aware of this powerful strategy right so first of all i needed to stop trying so hard to close a chapter and move on to the next chapter of my life because almost everyone sees graduation as end of an era and then you're moving on into a next chapter of your life so always seeing that pushing it so hard that i am done with my old self i am done with this chapter i will need to be a new person i'll need to close this chapter blah 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 and then sort of replacing that with realizing that this is the next chapter that i have been waiting for this transition is nonetheless the next chapter that i've been waiting for because transition is not a bridge to the next most important season of your life but transitions are the most important season of your life because what is happening during transitions is because um you're sort of pushing yourself to grow and to understand how to navigate through what is coming towards you right so um what i had to do essentially was letting myself sort of be calm and to cool down during this closing of the previous chapter because if i'm trying to rush it or push it by being like why do i not know this right now why does the real world so scary feel so scary or listening to everyone else's opinions all that is forcing the next chapter trying things that um trying to push things upon ourselves when they don't feel natural to us because we feel like we need to grow up or just you know um just trying so hard to be on the next phase that we don't essentially allow the transition to happen naturally so um the biggest 
solution I found or the best strategies I found to make the most out of this transition were a few questions that I needed to address with myself that prepared me for the future ahead of me and that helped me become more ready, prepared and mature for the real world. So these questions were sort of things that came with exploration again by seeking out growth in every experience I was having and I just wanted to summarize these questions for you because they are super impactful if you get honest with yourself and if you're authentic with answering them. And the one thing that's very important with these questions is that they require immense amount of self-reflection. And if you're not someone who likes to reflect upon things or to, or like um, someone in, interrogating you sort of, you it, it's okay. Like I understand maybe you're not there yet. Maybe you like another format of things. So maybe this episode is not for you. But if you do like reflection, if you do like um your thoughts guide you if you do like to have things like be prepared for situation instead of the situation hitting you and preparing you for the next experiences that is absolutely your choice because i'm someone who likes to prepare ahead of time so these questions sort of helped me prepare for the real world by seeking out growth in the experiences i was having so first of all to fully embrace this transition period, the question I need to answer is identifying what matters the most to you. This question is central to one of the previous episodes, which talks about defining your core values. And the reason why I keep coming back or keep circling back to this single topic is because when we address what matters the most to us, when you identify that, we sort of have this blueprint to lead our lives ahead. How am I going to show up in different situations? How am I going to, what kind of person am I going to be in my workplace? What kind of person am I going to be in the real world? All these things can only be answered when I know what truly matters to me. It should be your core values should be so strong and so clear to you that even if anyone shaked you up, you do not budge. You're able to say no because when you're able to say no to things that do not matter to you, only then will you be able to trust yourself. And our trust within ourselves is so important because when that trust is shaken up, then who are we left with to trust if we can't trust ourselves, right? So that is why during this transition period, the biggest question you need to ask yourself is identifying what matters to you. What is it that matters to me? What is it that I care about? What is it that I would prioritize everything for or like, you know, sort of give up everything else for? And what is that one thing that I need to make sure that no one else can make me say yes to? So kind of like also doing like on the flip side also answering what does not like what completely shakes up your core beliefs or what goes completely against your core values and core beliefs so there's two sides to this first of all it is kind of answering and identifying what truly matters to you and the second part is identifying what you want to give up on or what shakes up your core values once you identify what truly matters to you you will have like a guide or a blueprint to how you're going to lead your life ahead and that is very important to answer during your transition period to prepare yourself for the real world instead for 
situations to happen and then for you to realize should i be doing this should i not be doing this or maybe i should not have done this because this doesn't make me feel so good anymore so maybe that could be one way you go about it by experimenting exploring doing some a b testing but you could just sit down with yourself truly calm yourself down and do some in introspection and try to reflect upon yourself and try to understand that instead of having situations sort of hit you in the face and have have them answer that for you the second core question that you need to answer during this transition period is how do you respond to situations how do you respond to different things and um I am going to give you a little bit background over here as to why this is like one of the key things that I care about the most is um, back when I was starting out in first year of college or first year of university, um, I used to be a very reactive person, sort of, um, it was very easy for things to get to me. If something negative happened, something bad happened, if I wasn't friends with anyone anymore, that's that's something big, to be honest. So I'm going to give you something small, like a small example. Let's say I um, did not make it to university one day because something happened and my friends are upset with me. So I had like a big fight or anything like that. So it was very easy for negative situations to get to me. And I used to be in this reactive state. Not that I was an angry person. I was sort of angry, but I would react to situations very quickly. And what would happen is that it would instantly impact my internal environment, which means that negative thoughts would completely surround my mind and I had no control over how I felt, how I'm responding. And I just felt lost. I had no clue what I was doing. And sometimes nothing bad even had to happen outside of me for me to feel bad like sometimes it would just be my own thoughts and I would end up being angry for no reason you know so situations around me were always changing of course situations around us are always changing and we can't control them so this realization was not there before and what ended up happening was for a long time I would let whatever happens around me um sort of guide how I felt, sort of guide my personality. I, to the point where at a certain point, I don't know who I was anymore because uh, I would get upset at little things. I would get angry at little things. I would let other people's thoughts impact me. I would let other people's thoughts guide who I am. And slowly what ended up happening was I had no inner strength for holding my ground when something bad happens. Because in the small situations, in the small um, negative things that were going around me, I would react negatively to them or I had like an instant response or reaction to them. And they had enough power to shake up my internal environment. So sort of what I'm getting at over here is that my internal environment was not too strong. And it got to a point where... I just couldn't take anything anymore when it did not go my way, which is not fair at all. Things cannot go our way all the time. So the main um, thing here was trying to control things that were out of my control, trying to control situations around me. And once that realization hit that I am trying to do that too much or every little thing is bothering me and I sort of no inner strength or no way to overcome hurdles anymore 
and I, I just felt weak. I felt like I was in a weak spot. That's when I um, realized that it's so important to know how do I respond to situations and to clearly define it for myself. Because in the real world, let's say, let's say that there is a big division between college life and the real world. What is one key element that always is told to us that we might be missing? It's the strength. It's the inner strength. Everyone tells us that you are not ready for the inner the real world because you're not strong enough or it's a lot more brutal or whatever it is right so that thing is that question is very very important to address how do you respond to situations how is it that you show up to situations when things do not go your way so building the strength to be okay when nothing around us is okay and this needs to be specifically defined and might as well be written down because let's say um my new my new behavior what i wanted to build at that time was to be calm when something is not going my way think strategically how to how what i can do in this situation what do i have under control instead of trying to control something that's not under my control and i had two to three other things i would do such as deep breathing exercises or clearing my head by focusing my energies on something else and seeing how I can learn from the situation. So those are, that's my combat strategy sort of. So it's sort of defining my strategy for myself because when we are in that reactive state, our minds directly go to what the hell do I do right now? And if that what the hell do I do right now is not defined, it's very easy to fall into a negative trap of negative thoughts and feelings that are not going to serve you at all and slowly slowly over time what's going to happen is that you will have no inner strength whatsoever negative thoughts will have so much power over your brain that we will fall weak to our knees during difficult times and that is truly what makes us unprepared for the real world so having that defined for myself literally writing down what four things am i going to do when i'm in a difficult situation so maybe it could be different for a small difficult situation versus a big difficult problem so having like a couple of strategies for yourself writing them down really helps you have a way to be strong in situations when things are not going for you because remember the one focus one thing we're focusing on here is growth making sure that we're growing and we're serving ourselves instead of doing a disservice to our own selves right and please 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 write this down because don't wait for things to go wrong for you don't wait for that difficult situation to show up for you to completely break down and then realize that there was no way you you could have you know there there's there's a way you could have dealt with it before or prehand that regret that regret impacts us a lot more than the difficult situation itself if we had prepared for the situation sort of that preparation mode is right now this transition period use it to prepare for the future i am not saying seek out the bad in the future but just prepare yourself for the potential storms that might hit in the future. Have a way to support yourself. Build that inner strength within yourself to be strong when things are not going your way. The third thing that I did during this transition period is knowing how do I deal with failure. So 
this again ties back to what we just talked about responding to different situations but failure is this one idea that all of us are pretty scared of and even if we're not scared of it we the kind of failure we've seen so far in our lives is usually getting a bad mark not getting the job we want not getting the getting into the course we want or being rejected by someone we like so these failures were on a on a very like manageable scale right so these kind of failures were something that we could just um cope up with or take some time with ourselves and come up with a like you know be okay with it after a while but later on in life there might be bigger failures down the line and these failures are a good problem to have because failures are always giving us an opportunity to learn from so how do we deal with failure is very very important because a failure can completely make or break us there are two ways you could look at a failure either i'm never going to do this one thing again because i failed at it once or oh i failed at it maybe i did something wrong and there are other people who have succeeded at this that means there is a way to be successful at this how do i become successful how do i change that one thing that i did wrong to be successful right so making sure that you have a way to deal with failure because when you do fail again like again like what i said in the previous point previous question again what's going to happen is our mind is going to go back into our brain and thoughts are going to go back into that mode where we feel like we're a failure we will not let that failure define us that failure defines the situation and action but it doesn't define our personality right so making sure that you have a dealing with failure strategy you might as well write that down too because as as i've been a big fan of writing throughout my life i just told you about this write it down it might make things clearer for you now the next one is a debatable topic for a lot of you and for this podcast as well because we've talked about this extensively in some of the episodes but you might want to go back and check out some of the episodes to see what the story around this one is and how i realized this is this one really impacts how we see the real world it is how much do you allow social media to impact your life earlier on um when we were in university at least for me what used to happen i'm just going to give you a brief um brief sort of like a short version of this if you want to check out the long version you can uh, listen to the is social media killing out killing our personality killing our identity episode it's i think in season one but essentially um for me social media was a big part of my life in the first um couple of years at university and in fact throughout university right because it is the way i connected with people it is the way i felt in touch with everyone it is something that was normal i mean social media is more than normal right like if in fact not being on social media is abnormal so i let it impact me to the point where like i said before the in, in the identity episode i had no identity for myself let me explain how um so i'm a big foodie and i absolutely love food okay i love cooking and i enjoy cooking and i just find i just enjoy food so on instagram what i would do is now we have tiktok which has a better algorithm um don't quote me on it but basically back then like instagram was more popular and i would be tapping away right like just double tap i like a picture it's pretty i 
go on to the next thing um and of course my algorithm was learning what i like what i don't like right so here and there i would like some food pictures because it's like food is pretty man who doesn't like food right what ended up happening was then my feed would be filled with food pictures and slowly slowly what happened was i started obsessing over food it did not just it wasn't just a like anymore it became an obsession because my entire instagram feed would be filled with it facebook is really good at following what you do on instagram so my facebook will be filled with it as well and just being and scrolling on social media seeing food all the time it became an obsession for me which was not healthy at all and this was not natural to me this um obsession did not come naturally it was sort of implanted in me from social media the other thing was how i compared myself to others looking at how other people look on social media what are they putting out um that fear of missing out started started to kick in i wanted to do things that were inauthentic i wanted to do things that were not really me so this is the kind of impact that social media had in my life in university there's a lot more to it and i'm pretty sure if you think about it for yourself how social media has changed your life so yeah that is one of the biggest things you need to address in your transition period because trust me in the phases that are about to come ahead of you we need to make sure that social media doesn't control us but we have a control over social media in a way that we know what are we consuming in a mindful way because if we don't do that it has a very powerful way where it can completely ruin our some of the most important years of our life which is building a successful career building a successful future building a strong future right because when you graduate those are the years where you need to prioritize the right things and prioritizing the wrong things on social media can completely ruin that so please take some time during this transition period and answer how much do you allow social media to impact your life and how do you allow it to impact your life is it in a way that inspires you maybe there could be personalities on instagram that you follow that inspire you there's definitely definitely positive ways to use the algorithm to your benefit but that can only happen when you reflect upon it and take the time out to be mindful of how you're consuming it Okay, I know I went too in depth with that one, but I swear this is the last question I need to address during your transition period, which is, who inspires you? Um, this again goes back to growth because when I when I realized that growth is so important, I thought like, of course everyone else around me is growing as well. And how do other people grow? Is it more of just letting situation and things happen to you and making your own life, like making your own growth strategy? Or we could always learn from other people who inspire us and see how they have grown in their lives. So we don't have to go through what they went through, but we're able to learn the same lessons that they did. So finding out who inspires you kind of gives you a shortcut into learning things quickly without experiencing exactly what they experienced right so for yourself try to answer who or what inspires you and find their biographies because this is honestly this is the best way you can prepare for the real world because you will be more equipped to deal with situations that they dealt with throughout their lives and they put it in a book that means they're damn pretty damn well important to them and they're pretty good learnings that you'll need to put in a lot more work to get through and just think about this if that person who inspires you took about 30 years to learn this and you were to know this right now by reading a book for a week 
that is so powerful right because now you will sort of have a handbook so sort of be more prepared for the life ahead of you so this is it these are my core questions that i realized needed to be answered during the transition period so that i can be more mature more ready for the real world and have a blueprint for leading a life that is truly powerful and truly prepared for the real world um just to summarize because i know i did talk a lot over there just to summarize the key questions you need to answer are a identifying what matters to you second answering how you respond to situations and building the strength to be okay when nothing around you is okay third how do you deal with failure answering how is it that you answer to situations when things are not going your way and just being okay with failure what is your okay to fail strategy and lastly who or what inspires you finding biographies of people who inspire you and making sure you learn from thoughts and you know other people's experiences instead of putting yourself into that difficult situation yourself so that's it for today thank you so much for sticking with me through this long long episode but i hope you truly embrace your transition because you are unique and you deserve to feel that way thank you Thank you thank you thank you thank you for sharing your time and energy with the Unique You podcast. I'm grateful to have been a part of your day. Hopefully what I shared with you today will not only resonate with you but will also help you on the journey we share to help others escape their unnecessary suffering. If this episode did help you today then be sure to share it with someone else you know will need it. That mission you and I share will only be achieved when we share with others what has helped us. I hope I can help you further in creating a wholesome life after graduation and make your transition into adulthood smoother. You can always find me at a o n u s h k a at mystinct dot com. That is m i s t i n c t dot com. Or sign up for the free summit we have coming up called the Blueprint for Life After College Summit. And this is your complete guide to a wholesome life. So I hope to see you in the summit, and you can find it on my website. m i s t i n c t again dot com so it's mystinct dot com i hope to see you there my friend take care